What's up, party people, podcast players, and fourth wall fam, and welcome to another edition of New Normal Wrestling. Introducing your hosts, first, we are graced by the presence of podcast royalty. Roll out the red carpet and tip the crown to the podcast king himself, Brother Wade Ilson. Next, the Doctor of Desire is in, filling your prescription for your dose of kayfabe consumption. You can't brother out without the good brother himself. Let's give it up for Dr. Kayfabe Phil. And welcome to a brand new episode of New Normal Wrestling. I am one-third of the kayfabe clique. We won the only the podcast prince. Let me tilt the ground to the left and the right and put it Back on straight because we have a lot of straight talk to talk about when it comes to wrestling. We have Elimination Chamber to talk about. And it's aftermath. We have to talk about some WrestleMania build. We have to talk about Tony Khan's weird ass announcement. We have to talk about I don't know what the hell is going on in the AEW's women's division. So much to talk about, so little time to do so. But I can't do this one alone. I am not solo in this. Thank God. I'm Reaching out for the hot tag as I give it to my good brother, your doctor of kayfabe prescriptions. He only gives you the good stuff. The one, the only good brother, Phil. Good brother, Phil. How are you doing on this lovely, lovely Wednesday evening? All I have to say, brother Wade, is to the left, to the left, every crown you own in the box to the left. (laughs) Love it. Gotta love it. Let's do it, man. This is going to be a very inmates running the asylum type episode. Good brother Aren't Bones. Those are the best ones we do. Those are the best ones. Bones was supposed to be a part of this. Meh. Uh, <laughs> meh. You know, but again, honestly, brother, we love you. We understand shit happens. I'm yep. dealing with shit as we speak. Exactly. But, um, Man, where do you want to start? We can start with the chamber. We can Let's talk go about right to chamber. Oh, you want to go right into it? Okay. Let's go right into chamber. I think we go because it's a, the natural progression. Because there was there was some good stuff that happened on Raw that that flowed from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest. I will not be surprised if come normie time, we say that Elimination Chamber 2023 was the best pay per view of the year. Mm, I mean. Man, it produced some bangers and Bobby Lashley yep. and Brock Lesnar. But <laughs> other than yeah. that match, it was yeah. a very, 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 very solid card. Top you know to top, middle, meh. But the rest, amazing. Yeah. Let's touch on that really quick because um, I had high hopes for Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Same. But it made me really upset to see the cop out of rock kicking, you know, doing the, a little kick to the ding ding to right. get himself out of the hurt lock um, and getting the disqualification. It felt, it felt very cheap. It, it felt, felt very, very cheap. Yeah. I didn't um, like the fact of how cheap it was. That's no, not, I, a, I don't I'm think sorry, it deserved to have an ending like that. It didn't. But honestly, and and first of all, it feels like these Brock matches or Brock situations are becoming. He's just gonna go crazy and start yeah. beating someone up randomly, like a referee or yeah. a cameraman or security, because it didn't go Bobby's. 
I didn't go Brock's way because of a tantrum. Yep. Even the spot. I, I mean, I don't know if you heard about it, but the spot with the ref through the, the F5 on the table. Yes, the second F5. <laughs> no, no. And, like, I understand you, like, Brock trying to show, okay, if I'm not going to, if I know I can't win, I'm going to do this, and I'm just going to go ballistic on everybody. Right. Okay, whatever. You show Brock being, you know, being the loose cannon. But, um, yeah, I was really surprised. And that was, to me, the only, the only negative about this pay-per-view. It, um, it really was, man. Mm-hmm. Everything else was good. I loved, like, I loved jumping right ahead to it. The men's chamber match and the and the Sami Zayn Roman Reigns match. Everywhere I looked online, everybody gave it A, A minus, A pluses, some mm-hmm. variation in the A's range, which I think right. both of those matches deserved it, and they, they were both. Did. They were both match of the year candidates for me. Absolutely. I could not agree with you more. Um, yeah. Out of the matches in the card, those were the two I was most excited for. Also, the mixed tag match. The mixed tag match deserves a yes. lot of love, too. No, it does so, deserve. Yes. Beth, uh, Beth, Beth Phoenix did a great job, um, in my opinion, in that match. Mm-hmm. She she did a great job of keen, keeping Rhea Ripley strong. Mm-hmm. on the back end of the match, even though she and Edge won. But she also did a good job of holding her own and finding a way out of Rhea's dastardly deeds. Oh, absolutely. She was the uh, true uh, solution to the Rhea Ripley problem for yes. the time being. And what did we say? We both called it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt Rhea or Judgment Day to take this loss. It really did it. No. The match was fine. They even won with the Shatter Machine, which is pretty cool to see. Shout out to FTR. Shout out Shout to out. FTR. Shout out to FTR. But yep. uh, to talk about that match just a little bit, the one thing that's really stuck in my head after that whole match went down is Beth Phoenix has unfinished business with Rhea Ripley. And I feel if Rhea, when Rhea should win the SmackDown Women's Championship, Beth Phoenix is literally the first person that should challenge her. Great. That would be a that would be a great lead in to money in the well, let's that's we're looking July, so that's a little ways away. But yeah, even if it's backlash, as soon as backlash or or right after that. Yeah, hell in a cell. Beth Phoenix or Hell in a Cell. Beth Phoenix would be a great first person for her to defend against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would love Agreed. to see it. And from yep. what the aftermath of that tag match led to what happened on Monday, and we'll touch on that later. I know we are. Yep. Um, props to the women's elimination chamber as well. Very good match. A very good match. Very solidly good. booked match. Mm-hmm. Well paced. And the moment Asuka came in, uh, everybody's head got ripped off. Exactly. But you know the thing is? They did it differently this time. They didn't go with what we said we think. They they actually went with what we said should happen. They went with the fact that Asuka doesn't need to buzzsaw everybody and just one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two. No. There were other people eliminating, getting eliminated for different reasons. Liv got Liv passed out due to the sharpshooter slash cross face mm-hmm. combo. 
Raquel got taken out with a um, beautiful, beautiful sunset flip power bomb off of the chamber by a list. Nikki yes. Cross got eliminated the Nikki Cross way. And Carmella like a psycho. <laughs> like a psycho. And Nikki Cro- and uh Carmella got tapped up. Surprised that she made it to the final too. I really thought it was gonna be Liv and Oscar in the end. Yeah, but- and I'm glad I'm glad though, because that's you're you're keeping Carmella strong in her return. Mm-hmm. Um that was the that was one of my takeaways for it actually, with with her being the last one standing. Um the other thing for me was that number one, Oscar had to be the winner. But mm-hmm. the other thing that I'm falling in love with, because I've seen her, we've seen her do it, I don't know, three times now, two or three times, is when Liv Morgan goes so psycho that she won't submit. And then she passes out with that like sadistic smile on her face. Right. She did it with Rhonda. She did it with Asuka. It, it's so, it's so, I want to say cool because it keeps Liv in the title contention and keeps her relevant. Mm-hmm. This is the yeah. one time for many of this year, I don't know what she's doing. Yeah. yeah. It, she gave me, and it gives you the mentality of, she's like looking at you like, literally, no matter what you do, I won't stop coming for you. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you a question before we move on. Yeah. Do you think Liv Morgan, Mm -hmm. because a lot of Liv Morgan fans are upset. I know one in particular who listens to our show. Shout out to you, brother. He said he feels this is the year Liv Morgan doesn't have anything to do. And if you were to give her something, you would have to insert her into the Raw Women's Championship match and make it a triple threat. That would be the only logical reason to do so. And I said, well, why not the SmackDown women's women's match? He said, there's too much build around that match and too much history. Correct. You have to leave that match pristine. Can't be touched. No char- no, no third party. Charlotte yep. and Rhea one-on-one. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, what do you think about what do you think about Liv possibly being inserted into a triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship with Five weeks away till WrestleMania? Yeah. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I don't think you need it either. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm ambivalent and not in the bad sense. Usually that's a, you know, that has a negative connotation with it. I could go either way with it and I'd be just fine. I mm-hmm. love the Bianca Asuka, I, you know, hype that you can get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I agree with yeah. you wholeheartedly. It's, yeah. it's one of the years where... We don't know if Bianca's going to three-peat. Yeah. The year Asuka defeats Bianca and rights the wrong. And this is how I honestly think. It's time for... I love Bianca. Bianca is one of my favorites in wrestling right now. Yes. Women's, mm-hmm. women's wise. The run has... It has run its course. You need to give her a monster opponent. We've said this the whole time her second reign started. After Becky, who's left? Yes. This version of Asuka feels like the biggest threat to her title in a long time besides the current Royal Rumble winner. I agree. It's time to give Asuka her WrestleMania moment. 
But man, I'm sorry, I don't want to spill too on much on about the women. You know, I could go on no. about the women's wrestling. All Absolutely. Season. But Absolutely. like you said, that men's chamber. I'm gonna hand it over to you, brother. I thought I've talked a lot. Please, nope. please, please, please share your thoughts on the men's elimination chamber for the United States Championship. Number one, great finish. I love the Logan Paul interference. You did absolutely okay. loved it, and that man. I I know we always talk about it, but I am legitimately excited by his move set. He nailed that buckshot lariat better than Hangman. Dude, he did a great job. He did a great job. He's like, well, he's like Ditto from Pokemon. He just gets a good. He just takes your move and uses it. Yeah, and does and does it sometimes better than you. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Um, my star of the match was Montez Ford. Every hands down, Montez had the best spot, which we called, and I'm so glad that he did flying from the top of the chamber instead of the top of the pod. Can we talk about that spot for a second? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Man, out of all the spots, and there's one other one that's right there for me. Mm-hmm. You know why. Yep. Um, He hung from the chamber. I was like, Tess, what you about to do? You about to do that? Like, you literally no, go, No, Tess, don't. Tess, no, what are you doing? Why are you going? Oh, you can- and then you-, you start thinking, like, what would Tess do in this situation? Yeah. Oh. He's going to slide all the way over to a chamber and jump off. No, exactly. No. This man climbed up the chamber, went to the roof, hung on, did the Spider-Man pose, and then <laughs> dropped. <laughs> That's a moment in chamber history that is going to be replayed for uh, years now. I just the fact of him just going, just the arms. <laughs> it was so good. Um, you know, the other thing for me was, um, they touched on it, you know, very briefly during the match, but one of the things that we always talk, we keep talking about, I feel like forever with him, with Montez is when he gets that singles push, does it mark the end of the street profits? And I know we've talked about it and I've said it. You don't have to end the street profits at for the sake of Montez's singles career. And I think the them referencing the Angela Dawkins tweet that he put out the the day of when he, you know, in support of Montez for go get it, fam. That's your that's your you know, tonight's your night. Go get it. You could have you could still genuinely have Montez pushing up the singles roster mm-hmm. and have Angela Dawkins and him together still in the street profits, or you don't have to have the gel. You know, you don't have to play the, the jealous, the jealous type mm-hmm. where Angelo's, you know, going after him or Montez turns on him one way or the other. You don't need that battle either. You can organically split them up. You don't have to have a bad ending. If I'm trying want. to think of a tag team that's done this before and that it didn't cause an issue. Oh, okay. There's perfect examples. The Lucha mm-hmm. Bros in Impact. Yeah. 
Their run was perfect and it made sense. Yes, they are a tag team. But yes, they are going to go after singles goat at some point. Pentagon was impact champion. And lo and behold, his brother challenged them for the Mm -hmm. title. Did it matter who won? No, because they were still a tag team at the Mm -hmm. end. You could always go back and say, hey, Montez wants to go after this title. Dawkins, you can you can play backup, or we can do double duty, and I can go over the tag titles with you. Yeah, I yeah. want this just as much as you do. We both mm-hmm. won singles championships at some point, but we'll always be a tag team. You don't yeah. have to break up the street profits. Two teams that should ne- three teams that should never be split up ever in WWE: the New Day, the Street Profits, and the Usos. Three you for three. Said not ever. Ever split them up? Ever Ever split them up? No, no. And you hit those three on the head. Bingo, nailed it. Um, you know who else I thought had a very strong showing, even though he was the second one eliminated, was Bronson Reed. Yes, you Um, say this in the chat. Yeah. So even this week on Raw, the crowd at you know, in his intro and his entrance isn't necessarily behind Bronson Reed, but I think he is doing all the right things right now. And to fact that you had to put him away with back to back to back finishers mm-hmm. to put him down. It was what it was three super kicks. It was three super. It was a triple super kick. It no it was three super kicks. I'm sorry. You're right. Um, was it, it th- was, was it three super kicks and then the triple? Yes, yes, yeah, it was. It was three, it then, was the three then the triple. Then it was Gargano, right? With one it, final was the poison, it was the poison rana first, poison rana, then then the frog. No, the frog splash was last. Yeah, it like you, you, they they put him away with a lot. It took everything to take the monster Damien, down. Yeah, even Damien got it. What Damien was third to get eliminated, right? He was third. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, with Damien, even I think Damien the choke slam. Yes. Hmm. So, yeah. No, every everybody had a great showing in that match. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody. Yeah. And like we said, you had the the reappearance of Logan Paul solidifying the Logan Paul Seth Rollins WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. You had that. Um Austin Theory got got by by the skin of his teeth again. He did it again. But the man always finds a way. Always finds a way to get out. Always and finds a way by hook and crook. He is by hook the, or by crook. He is the Fiat forever champion. He has dubbed himself. Yes. And the fact that he is very jealous of John Cena right now, this has to be the way it's going for WrestleMania. But I don't think the U.S. title needs to be a part of it. It's honestly, it's that's, I still think it's the paying homage to Cena's time as the, as the U.S. champ. That's really what it is. Unless you want to, unless you want to have, John Cena's U.S. Open Challenge Part 6. Which starts okay. right now. Okay. Hear me out. All these Open Challenges with secondary titles. You know I love it. I love yeah. when sec- 
secondary titles, do open challenges. Here's my thing. Cena versus Theory at Mania for the U.S. title. As much as I don't want it, mm-hmm. I just want it to be a straight-up one-on-one. Cena beats Theory for the title. Okay. The next night, night after Mania, you got to get the big pop in there, right? You got you to. Gotta. U.S. Open Challenge starts now. Yep. There are two people who could challenge him for this title that are not named Austin Theory. One being Montez Ford, and Montez Ford shocks the world and defeats John Cena to -hmm. become United States champion. Or we breathe with the switchblade. And Jay White defeats John Cena to become your new United States champion. You know what? That would be a great first night. We got to talk about this in a couple of weeks because I don't know why I keep thinking if we get the Edge and Finn Balor Hell in the Cell match, mm-hmm. I think that's where Jay White shows up. As the newest member of Judgment Day. Either as a newest member of Judgment Day or as a sign of of respect on the Bullet Club name. It's one of the two. Mm. And he sells him, listen, I'm just, we have our history, but I'm here to make a name for myself. And this is my way to, to, to get in the mix. But would he have to change his finisher? Because Blade Run, the Blade Runner and Ab- Sister Abigail are basically the same move, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I don't think he'd have to. He should have to. I don't to. think so. No. His is a little different, though. Mm-hmm. His has a little bit more funk on it. Yeah. A little bit more stanky stank. Yeah. Like a Bobby Lashley spear. <laughs> the spinny yes. spear. Spinny yes. spear. <laughs> or, or a Ricky Stark spear. Yeah. There's differences that make you go, ah, that's the difference. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as much as I love the men's elimination chamber, man, the story that Roman and Sammy told, God damn, man. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Sammy Zane getting the hero's welcome, not once, but twice over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like three times raw. and raw and raw. Yeah, dude, he friggin' crushed it. He friggin' crushed it. Um, the Roman and Jay, the again, telling the story with basically no words, mm-hmm. just with you know, just with the emotion of the moment. And Jay again walking out on him. Mm-hmm. After being, I feel for Jay in this storyline the most because he was the most gaslit by Roman. Yes, and he's yeah. starting to see similarities of what's going on with Sammy, mm-hmm. and he's not feeling it. Yeah, 
to the point where even social media, if you follow Jay, Jay on Twitter, I mean, on Instagram, he's doing posts with him and Roman saying, run it back. <laughs> run it back. He wants, he wants Roman yeah. again. That's what happens when you don't give a damn what the tribal chief says. He don't. Mm-hmm. And now we're truly seeing he don't. Yep. He, he's, he's been pushed man. and poked for so long. And you saw the way he looked and looked at Roman after the chair and the mush. Yeah. I would think Roman now where he is, he would not trust hand someone a chair and turn his back so lightly. No. Dude, it happened to you twice. Come on, dude. Twice. Mm-hmm. You don't think you learn from this? Yep. And I feel that's going to come into play even more now with Mania on the horizon. But to go back to your point before about Sami Zayn, what a performance on both of them. Roman being the ultimate heel in that match. And it was just, this is why people ask me, why do you like Roman so much? Like, what's the thing with you and Roman? Like, like you're a fan of him now as a heel. I said, yeah, I like him as a face. But this heel Roman right now? Arrogant. Yeah. The the title swing in front of Sammy's wife, the the little belt swing. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he made me do this. He did this. And Sammy's wife saying, no, he loved you. We worked together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He said, you made me do this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. My brother-in-law sent, he forwarded me a tweet that Bill Simmons had posted. And he says, my brother-in-law says to me, I don't know what any of this means, but I'm pretty sure it's important. And Bill Simmons talking about how that Montreal, A, the Montreal pop that Sammy got was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was one of the most important matches in WWE history. Oh, absolutely. And Roman Reigns is the biggest heel champion since superstar Billy Graham. Those are some awfully heavy words to be throwing out there. And they're right words. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. words that should be used. Yeah. He is pulling... He's pulling Hogan numbers right now. Hollywood Hogan numbers. He's pulling... As a heel. As a heel. Like, the thing is... It's something something the wife said, right? She's Mm -hmm. been... She literally started watching wrestling at the beginning of this whole Roman saga. Yeah. And she's like... I'm used to this now. I'm not used to what I'm getting in Montreal. I'm like, explain. She goes, okay, we've been to live events with Roman being there. We've seen it on TV. Yeah, he's quote-unquote the heel. But Mm -hmm. eventually we're all like, ooh, ah, doing everything with him. And we know he's going to win. So we're just going to try to boo to make the face look great. He's at that point where Montreal literally booed this man. No cheers whatsoever. And when Roman pinned Sammy. The whole place going quiet. Like we knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen. But we were hoping beyond hope that there was a chance it wouldn't. 
We really did. We hoped it didn't happen. But man. I, dude, I jumped out of my seat twice. Twice when Rome when Sammy pinned Roman thinking it might happen. I was I legit hooked. did. I legit thought yep. I was like, they're gonna pull the trigger tonight. They're gonna pull the trigger on him. They might comes. let him do it. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know what? Maybe Sammy gets the Zack Ryder treatment. Has He's it champ for a day. day. Mm-hmm. Champ for a day. That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll take one day of Sammy as champ. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And again, going back to Bill Simmons, the exact quote that he had, it was <laughs> the Montreal crowd was a, was a mid eighties MSG crowd combined with an ECW crowd. Yes. That was the level of enthusiasm. You know how, you know how you can tell that was that crowd. That crowd was like that, that whole vibe. Yeah. People were posting from Montreal, right? At the event. Yeah. They gave us our soda in cups. <laughs> Cause usually when you go to a sporting event, it's in the bottle. Yep. Or in a cup. Mm-hmm. Because they knew people would start launching shit. Can't cups can't go far. Cups can't go that far. Nope. You know, oh man. Uh you know what? And that's a great point. I really thought that until Kevin Owens came out for the well, not for the save, but until Kevin Owens came out, um, I thought there was a chance it was going to look like that the ring was going to look like 1996 Bash at the Beach with the cups and the toilet oh, paper and the <laughs> and everything. Nothing beats. Remember, it's a gift. That's how cool it is. Mm-hmm. When Scott Hall got hit with the beer and he just goes. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> it slits uh, his fingers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, you know what else I love about coming out of Elimination Chamber, going in, going right into Raw now, right? Right. The story told also now between Sammy and Kevin that it wasn't the immediate listen. You're my brother, no matter what. I'm here for you, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Kevin Owens is legitimately feels jilted and he's not going to let Sami Zayn live that down. Oh, absolutely not. Telling him, I did this for my family. I did this for your wife and your kids so that they didn't have, they didn't have to see you go through what I had to go through with everybody, you know, sitting at home. And here, and here's the, uh, this um, Twitter account I follow, uh, Public Enemies Podcast. Yeah, they said they have loved Kevin Owens' character since day one. I can't quote the tweet right now, but they said they love Kevin Owens' character because his character breaks the fourth wall and remembers stuff that we're not supposed to quote unquote remember. <laughs> and he brings it up, and he's like, "No, nah, Kevin Owens' character is based on reality. No, oh, I can't yeah. forgive you. You hit me in my nuts in the War Games match." <laughs> And then you let me get beat up by your so-called boys before you yep. thought it was too much. And yep. I'm and I'm sticking to my guns. I don't want I said my I said my piece. I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with you. I don't he he did a callback. I don't want to deal with you. I don't want to acknowledge you. 
You do not exist to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, we're, me and you are no longer on the same page. We do not associate at all. Yes. Yep. He's sticking to his guns for now. And he, the one, the coldest line at the end of that promo, if you want to go take down the bloodline with someone, go <laughs> oh, talk man. to your buddy Jay Jay. and through the mic. <laughs> yep. Like, yo, Kevin. Kevin, no. Kevin, no, Kevin. No, Kevin. Kevin, what you what you doing? You want to take down the bloodline? Kevin. Come on, kid dog. No, no. Kevin, bitch. Yes, you. You did this, Kevin. You did this. <laughs> oh. Kevin, why you do this to me? Oh my god. Love it. Come on, man. And then Baron Corbin had to go and run his mouth. What is it with Baron Corbin picking fights with people in their street clothes and then him getting this ass kick? Man, don't know any better. It's yep. like if you want if you want to win a match, have Corbin jump you <laughs> in your street exactly. clothes. Exactly. In your street clothes. Oh man. Yep. What else from Raw we got? Um, well, another classic Cody promo. Another classic. Him and Paul Heyman. Absolutely. That is a great, you know what? I didn't see that something like that coming. And Paul Heyman, the seed he planted of you want to, you want to finish the story, Cody, and you want to be the WWE champion. Mm -hmm. Is it really worth it? Uh Uh-huh. That was a great, that was a great gaslight technique. Is, is it, worth it, it really in worth it? How much you want it? Do you Once really you know? get it, and then he laid he laid out the schedule in, in, in my head. I was like, Roman don't do all that. Mm-hmm. Nah. Roman mm-hmm. don't do. It. He does some of that stuff, but not all of yeah. it. Mm-mm. He like he laid out the whole gamut. Yep. I said, "Is this really what you want? You can't handle this. You're not ready for that job." Yeah. And I could come. And, he, and then the line that even made it like more personal was he said, I could come out here and say, Roman's going to do this, that, and the third disparaging things about him with your wife. But mm-hmm. Roman is a happily married man. Yeah. I'm not. So then he started to say disparaging, disgusting mm-hmm. things. About Brandy Rhodes. And boy, oh boy, did Cody, and this is another tactic. Cody is usually so cool, calm, and calculated. Yes, he, he is. He was thrown off of his game mm-hmm. and was so flustered and pissed. Can we say Eddie, Cody fell Cody fell victim to the Heyman hustle? Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Phil. Checks in the mail exactly. Paul the Heyman's hustle reared its ugly head. Paul Heyman is the best talker in pro wrestling. And argue with the dry roll. Yep. Yep. Argue with the dry roll. Argue with the dry roll. Oh man. Ain't no um, ain't no coming back from that. No, ain't no coming back from that one, sir. Um 
What else we got? Obviously, you know what? The other thing about Elimination Chamber and Raw, mm-hmm. I actually I had- thought the way the mixed tag match finished, right? That that could have been the legitimate end of the Edge Judgment Day rivalry, and then we got the Edge Austin Theory U.S. title match, and mm-hmm. Finn Balor said otherwise. <laughs> you talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's mm-hmm. this thing the wife does. The wife tends to say whenever Finn cuts a promo, yeah. that Irish accent, which he never let it come out that much, yeah, is full blown out there. You thought it was over. You thought he thought. You thought it was over. I say when we're done. You thought it was over, Edge. I. I hate no. The funny. Did you go back to living? Play me an Edge. No, I hate you. I hate you, Edge. I hate you. I hate you. I, and he kept saying it and pointing at him as he went. I hate you, Edge. I hate you. So, and it makes a, me. Yeah. Go ahead. You go, sir. No, you go As, first. Um, like you said, Edge and Finn is coming to the final stages of this feud. And this feud has been going on since last year. In, it's Peter Griffin and the chicken. It's P- Just when you think it's over and put to bed, somebody gets right back up and decides, I want another round of this. I hate you for this. I can't even continue. <laughs> I'm thinking about the music, the whole scenario. It's drywall's so right behind you, Wade. <laughs> Don't argue with the drywall. <laughs> um... And I'm not, and I'm not saying that in a bad sense because every time, again, every time we think this rivalry's over, there's another way for the two come back, and it's held, it's it's held up. That's the other thing that's amazed me about this. This is what now, eight months. This has been going on off and on, mm-hmm. and this rivalry has held has held its weight. It um, has. And and we're at the dramatic end now. Yeah. My question is I'm presuming we get the Edge and Finn Balor blow off at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Whether it's in hell in a cell or not. Should I be. I don't care. It should be. It should be. Yep. There's no other way to end this feud, it feels like that's Edge's calling card now because it damn sure ain't going to be no ladder match. No. <laughs> no, it ain't. But does the demon show up? Okay. I'm on the fence with this. Me too. I'm so on the fence with this because Demon Finn does not fit with this version of Finn Balor and the Judgment Day, it makes no damn sense. Yes, it's visually cool. To, it would be visually stunning to, to see a purple and black version of the demon yep. in Hell in a Cell. It yep. would be awesome. Amazing. Give me demon Finn. 
heel Demon Finn versus Brood Edge in Hell yeah. in a Cell. Make Jesus, it, dude. Make it so, Captain. Oh. Does it fit Finn's character now? Absolutely not. <laughs> yep. I would feel I would be afraid that you would also be burying the the demon again. Yeah, like like the Roman match, the Extreme Rules match. Okay, they played it off really well that you didn't bury the mystique of of uh, of the demon, but I think you would run the risk this time around. And you're right, this. The Judgment Day doesn't need doesn't need Demon Finn to be an enforcer. Mm-hmm. Yep. It 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 doesn't. And like like we talked about, what it is is Finn is going. If Demon Finn happens to be in this chamber match, chamber match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. If Demon Finn happens to be in this Hell in a Cell match, right? Yeah. He has to win. Yeah. There's no other way about it. Edge has to lose. Mm-hmm. I don't see Edge walking out of this with the dub. Finn no. needs a big win here. As much mm-hmm. as I love Finn, and Edge is amazing too. The man literally... Did a handstand out of a monkey flip on Monday, like he was twenty eight <laughs> years old, not yeah. forty eight. Yep. Edge needs the loss here. Yeah. Edge has to lose. Sorry, not sorry. Nope. But the demon doesn't. But again, I'm gonna stick to my point. It feels <laughs> weird if the demon were to show up. Yeah. For this version of Finn, the, this little prick version of him doesn't, it doesn't fit. No, no, it does not. No, it does not. Nope. You know what just popped up in my mind also? What? What's up? Just a random thing about the Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting dynamic it's not very often that you have one faction playing into three storylines at the exact same time three completely independent storylines all flow through the judgment day and it flows very very organically Mm -hmm. You have the Edge storyline with Finn. You can bring Damian Priest in and Judgment Day as the whole, right? Right. Then you have now Rhea doing her thing, building with Charlotte for WrestleMania. Mm. Okay. So Rhea's on a side quest. A big side quest. What's that? A big side quest. Big side quest. Yes. Yeah, you're going, you're going for like the Ultra Sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you also have Dominic and Ray, which is going to come to a head this Friday. Yes, circling back to again, this is why you and I are so on the same vibe here. Mm-hmm. Judgment Day is the second biggest group in WWE. People just yeah, start they, realizing they are like 
they, they don't have to be in your face, top of the card, you know, doing everything right at the top and being and being splayed across the TV screen at all times. Mm-hmm. But on that second tier, they are a lot of stuff is running through them. Agreed. It's interesting. And I it just hit me now just how much they are doing. Mm-hmm. They are doing so much with every little thing they do. And they're sprinkled into feuds. Yeah. One way or another. Even if it's a small feud, like people forget they feud it with the majority of the raw roster. You even have the AJ, you even have AJ and the good brothers simmering there too. Mm-hmm. And the Street Profits. Yeah. You have so many beefs within people feuding with the Judgment Day. It's endless. And they're all doing something. It everybody's playing their part so well. It's like you you couldn't you couldn't I, I couldn't have said it better than you did. Mm-hmm. Judgment Day are killing it. I can't wait for the face-to-face confrontation with um with Charlotte and Rhea this Friday. Yep. By the way, love the whole interview with uh Finn with Rhea and Dominic. Yeah. So after your loss at elimination, mommy doesn't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> yeah, I said drop it. I don't want to talk about it right now. She she kept saying, No, we don't, I'm not, I'm not even like talking about it. Because oh, she's God. like, I didn't in her in my mind, she's saying I wasn't the one that got pinned. You should be talking to Finn. Yeah. That's exactly and what I was taking it. Go for back and watch that match. Finn was getting ready to tap. She grabbed his hand and she said, You fucking better not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's amazing. So good. Yeah. So good. Is there yeah. is there anything else from Raw you want to touch on? Um, I can't wait for Otis to be the next maximum male model. Same. Yep. And I think that's really Oh, Oscar's conversation with Bianca was cool. That's yes. Another, that was yes. very cool. Uh, again, we're in love with Kana Asuka. Yes. Yes. Oh, random thing. I never realized when she first got introduced, when she first signed with WWE, mm-hmm. she was introduced as Kana at one of the takeovers. Yes. I never realized that. Yeah, she was introduced as Kana. Um, Kana is just... Uh, did I ever send you that match with her and Miko Satamora? No, you didn't. And I can only oh, imagine. Man, I am slack. Excuse me I'll, while we record. Yep. I'm sending this to you right now. Excellent. I sent this match to Phil and to Phil to Bones and Maddie two years ago. Oh my god. And they man. were like, What? <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, this is amazing stuff. You have yep. to. But this this version of Oscar, we can't say it enough. It's guess what? Fantastic. And guess what, Wade? What you just hit the perfect segue. Speaking of Mako Satomura, um, yes, yeah, I want to touch on that. Was one of my highlights for NXT was her vignette with Roxanne Perez. I love love the idea of her being being the trainer, if you will. For Roxanne Perez. Like she's going to find a whole other gear for, for Perez. And when it hits, there's going to be no stopping her. 
None. At any at any level. To me, it's like the comparison I'll make is when William Regal first was wrangling everybody for Blackpool. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking of. Right. And I can't wait for it. I, I'm excited for that match. I, I loved it that I, you know, because typically it would have Miko going heel mm-hmm. and turning on Roxanne. No. Miko said, hey, you did me a favor. I did you a favor. I need yeah. one in return. Yep. I want that. And this is where you can get all of those heel tendencies mm-hmm. without her being a true heel. Right. You, it's just you know, her being her, her. Her being her and being, you want to be the best, you're going to become the fucking best. Right. Mm-hmm. If I have to beat you for it, or you have to find some way to beat me. Mm-hmm. And if you go back, see, this is why we circle back. It was part of the normies list last year and our match of the year candidates go back to 2002 and mm-hmm. go watch uh, Roxanne Perez, who was newly on the NXT roster, yep. baby face and all, had a match with Miko Satomura out of respect and yep. hung in with Miko and took the L. Yep. This is a different version of Roxanne chase g- chasing up going up against the final boss and not only that if you really want to touch on a great match that's happening on nxt next week zoe stark said she's the final real final boss of nxt and she wants a piece of miko sada miko sada mora so okay. next week on nxt they're gonna have a match yep yep and we are getting is it going to be next week or is it going to be a roadblock that we're getting also, Tony D'Angelo and Dijak. Dijak. Yes. Oh, my dude. You know what we didn't touch? What? The women's tag title match on Raw next week. Which one with Lita and Beth? No, I thought that was WrestleMania. That's why I no, didn't touch No, that's on next it. week. Oh, crap. Crap. I missed that. Next week. Okay. I smell shenanigans. 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 Mm-hmm. Happy to see Lita anytime. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to yep. be so much fun. Um, oh is there anything else from NXT you want to touch on? Besides um, Grayson Waller being the greatest heel that you said like two years ago, that you said a year ago? So I can't wait for, in my mind, what I also had was Grayson Waller, come stand and deliver, is going to get the. Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger treatment, except in the form of Dragon Lee. Mm. That's all I had in my head was okay, Grayson Waller. You wanna you wanna talk the game? I'm gonna give you the game. Okay. Yep. Like, Dragon Lee. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That totally eliminates Johnny from going to stand the level. Yeah, I know it takes away from Johnny going to stand and deliver, and I think it would be a great way to close the chapter. But I don't know. I just had it in my mind that Dragon Lee would be a great plan B. Um, I love Mello standing tall over, well, not over Braun, but, you know, on the platform up there. Yeah, which we didn't Um, even really get to see because Grayson changed the channel. Yep. 
So, yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to the next couple of weeks. Definitely. Um, and now let's just close the show out. Let's go real quick. AEW, Dynamite, Tony Khan, big, huge announcement. It is official. We now have an AEW reality show. AEW All Access starting next week will air every Wednesday after Dynamite at 10 p.m. from 10 to 11. I'm interested to see where this goes. Um, The other thing for me, though, more importantly, was the fact that as part of the announcement, we also got the little bomb dropped that Adam Cole will be returning to a professional wrestling ring for the first time in what? Eight months? Eight months. On Dynamite. On Dynamite. Yes. They didn't announce who his opponent will be, but he will be back next week, baby. I am so happy for him. I wonder. I wonder who his opponent's going to be. I really don't know. Mm. You have someone in mind? Do you want to have him come out the gates token? Well, do you need a quick build to revolution? That's my thing. I don't think when he comes back next week, I don't think it's who he faces. I think somebody's going to crash the party and set something up for revolution. Who who would that be? I don't know. Could it be somebody from the firm? Possibly. Or Jay Lethal. Oh, no way. No, because they're in the tag title. If you told me All Ego was going to come out and crash the party, I could see that. Oh, absolutely. I could see Ethan Page and Adam Cole for revolution. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Give me that. Give me that. Perfectly fine. Speaking of the firm, we know how great Max Caster is on the mic. But goddamn, when he dropped that hit on Big Bill. <laughs> Yo, Big Bill, your girl texted me <laughs> telling me you're S A W F T. Even he had to go. Mm-hmm. He was like, ah. I see what you did there. I see what you, I got you. I got you. Did I like it? No. No. I'm gonna punch you in the face. Absolutely. Yeah. But it was good. No. It was good. Yeah. Um other things to take away from dynamite. Oh, another match we have figured out for revolution. Speaking of the women's division. Yes. I don't know how this works, but it seems the trajectory was, I guess, rate uh the whole ranking system is flawed. So mm-hmm. Soraya has been picking up a lot of wins, and so has Ruby Soho. So Ruby came out and basically told uh, Hater after she came out to help out or go after her and Britt came out to go after Tony and Soraya. Yes. There's a title. She wants a title opportunity. 
So Jamie, being who she is and a fighting champion, said, nah, they both got wins. I get it. Mm -hmm. I'm up dancing. Let's get crazy. I'll fight both of them. Yep. By revolution, we're getting a triple threat match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Yes. Yep. I hope Jamie Hayter retains. I do, too. I love Ruby. I do. Sorry, Bones. I love Ruby. But no, it is. There's a bigger story here. And Soraya don't need to. Soraya didn't even need to be in this match to begin with. Should have been Hater and Soho. Yeah. But whatever. You got to tell a longer story. Also, side note, I want to point out the fact that as uh, Jamie was making the points in her promo, Britt kept going. Like she Sowing must seeds. She's like, play you're planting seeds. You're planting little seeds here and there. Yeah. Um but again, very excited for the match. Wish it was a one-on-one, whatever, tomato, tomato. Um, anything else you want to touch on? Is it probably the MJF promo? Because I I felt that was a little bit of a dig. He didn't have to go that far. Yeah, on that one got a little dirty. He played a little dirty pool I in that knew one. We, we know who he was talking about. Yeah. His ex. You know, yeah. right? No. His ex? I'll, um, I'll send it to you in, in a text. Yeah. Class. I don't feel like airing out people's dirty laundry. No. Um, You know what I think I also liked was the end of the night. The Evil Uno, John Moxley match was a great match. Oh. Um. And I'll go back to something else in a second. Um, Hangman came out to new theme music, but I couldn't tell if it's going to be a one-off thing or if it's a legit, this is new music for him. I heard that. I was like, is this new? What? Yeah. It was like a much darker, much darker tone to it. So yeah, I'm intrigued to see what me, happens over the next couple off. weeks. It threw me off a lot. I wasn't, no. I wasn't ready for that at all. No. Um, do you think that Orange Cassidy, Wheeler, Yuta should go on the list? Yes. Yes, yes it should. Absolutely. Yes. Thank Wheeler, you. Wheeler, and, and And first of all, my pa felt, I'm sorry. How, when the fuck did the Blackpool Combat Club be up on heels? When the <laughs> fuck did that happen? I'm I know. so confused. I know. Like, are, like again, my pop house, completely sorry. Like, are the like is Danielson the only one who's not being a complete dick? Like, this? yeah. And I loved how I loved how Claudio came to him. And he's like, no, no, no. You come here. You come stand over here. You don't give hugs. Yeah. You don't give hugs. No, we don't do that here. No, we, we don't, don't hug in this house. Nope. Get that All trash right. out of here. Let me put that. Let me put Cassidy Yuda. Oh, absolutely. Put them on the list, sir. Put them on the list. Yeah. All Atlantic title. I loved when Wheeler Yuda, when he was finally just gave in and he's there, you know, on his knees on the mat and he's like, 
telling Orange Cassidy, come on, bring it, bring it. And Cassidy hit him with a second orange punch and put him out. Oh, let Again, me tell you, stuff- that whole sequence, orange punch, kicks out at two. Yeah. Beach break, kicks out at two. Orange Cassidy had to hit an orange punch from his knees. Yes. To knock him out. It was a great story told in that match. Very great story. And I don't think it's over. No, I don't think so either. Claudio versus Cassie might be the might be the next thing. Yeah, I can see it coming. I feel it in the air. Yep. Shout out to you, Phil Collins. Um I think the very last thing before we wrap it up for the night. Um New Japan Battle in the Valley. Mercedes Monet. Add it to the, the list. list. Yep. Have you seen the match in question? I've seen pieces of it. 25 minutes. They let them two go for 20 Five minutes. Can I ask a question also? I'm just talking out loud here, thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. They put on a 25-minute banger like that, right? Mm-hmm. That never would have happened when they were both in WWE. They would have got 15 minutes tops. I think they would have got six. But they... well. They wrestled during the Panorama Thunderdome era. Mm-hmm. And uh, that match was really pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. It was Kyrie's retirement match from WWE. Yeah. Or her send-off. Sorry, it was her send-off. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't... I find it very interesting how something like that could happen. That outside of the WWE, the TV bubble. Right. That they could do such a great match. I I couldn't agree with you more. Mm-hmm. It, it, from, it from bell to bell. Oh, such an amazing story. Yeah. There were so many false finishes. There was a point in the match where she had... I'm telling you, that smooth transition into the bank statement yeah, was just, wow. And even going before the bell rang, Mercedes' beautiful Hanukkah tribute mm-hmm. okay. to, the, to Kyrie's beautiful tribute as well, when I was a tribute, her, her gear as well. Both had gear on point. Um, to the callbacks... She yeah. hit a bell, belly to belly, belly to belly. Yeah. The match. With Bailey in attendance. With Bailey, Naomi, and Tamina in attendance. Yep. Purely, purely one of the best women's matches this year. Wade. Quick guess. 
How many matches do we have on the match of the year list? I'm going to go like five. It's the third week of February, and we have 14 matches on the list. 14? I thought this would be a good time to kind of, you know. 14? Just set the pace for the Is year. Is this my fault? Because I'd be randomly be like, add it to the list. No, because I'm going to read the matches to you really quick, just so you okay. can get a feel. Okay. Muda Nakamura. Okay. Mellow Apollo Cruz to open NXT for the year. Okay, yeah, it was good. Okay. Brian Danielson and uh, Konoski Takeshita from Dynamite. Yes. Part of the the labors of Danielson. Yes. The gauntlet tag team match from Raw when Judgment Day won. Yes. Brian Danielson and Bandito. Yes. Jordan Grace and... um, uh, Yeah, I had uh, Grace James, Hard to Kill. Yes. Reigns and Owens from Royal Rumble. Yes. Which has to be. Has to be. Axiom and Tyler Bate. Yes. Um, Darby Allen and Samoa Joe for the TNT title. Mm-hmm. Wesley and Dijak. Mm-hmm. Men's Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Sammy and Roman. Wheeler, Yuda, and Orange Cassidy. And... Mercedes Monet and Kyrie from this week. Is that like our only women's? We only have two women's matches on this entire list. Yes, you do. That Jordan is Grace, insane. Mickey James, and Mercedes Monet and Kyrie. That is crazy. That is our second. Those are our two best women's matches this year so far. Yeah. Shows a lot. I mean, there's a lot of women's wrestling going on, but like. These two matches were the standouts. Yep. A hundred percent. So with that being said, Brother Wade, you got any closing remarks for the evening? Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy wrestling. Love wrestling. Wrestling is fun. Wrestling is for everyone. If you don't like AEW, watch WWE. If you don't like WWE, watch AEW. If you do not like either, watch Impact. If you don't like that, watch New Japan. If you don't like that, watch watch the indies. If you don't like the indies, watch, watch the reruns on Peacock. Watch the reruns on Peacock. Watch New Japan. Watch Shimmer. Watch Stardom. Watch any TJPW. Watch mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling Noah. There's any, especially the indies. There are so many good shows out there that people are sleeping on MLW. There are so many good shows people are missing out on by hating on the other product. I noticed that so much. Yeah. I love wrestling. Period. Yeah. I will watch any bit of wrestling if it m- makes me happy. Absolutely. Y'all should do the same. Go watch Bingo. a great match. I just sent good brother Phil a match he's never seen before. And I know in the next two to three days, he's going to be like, Brother Wade, watch the match. What? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Wrestling's and, in a good uh, place. Wrestling's in a good place. And we are grateful to have all you guys be on that journey with us in that good place. Thank you for being uh, 
members of the fourth wall pop network to listen, like love and subscribe and uh, keep pace with us every week as we come to you with our take on the world of professional wrestling. With that being said, Brother Bones might not be here, but at least I got Brother Wade. I am Kayfabe Phil, and together, as always, we are New Normal Wrestling. Once again, make it pop. Live for the pop. Like the pop. Pop is good. Whatever you want to call it. Thank you for listening in. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, mark out with your smark out. Mwah. Sending love and kisses. See you guys next week. Later, guys. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you for listening to New Normal Wrestling, found exclusively right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Go check out the many ways you can support the network by visiting our link tree, found in the description of this episode. Give NNW a follow on Instagram at New Normal Wrestling and on Twitter at Wrestling Normal. Be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, and subscribe and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. We are New Normal Wrestling, and we bid you adieu with a goodbye, a good night, and we'll see you when we're looking at you. Bang!